boy, tax jurisdictions around the world are just not letting up in 2020. Hello, everyone. I'm Matthew DeMello, and you're listening to The Fiona Show, hot off the press. Cross-border solutions, transfer pricing, in the news, weekly podcast. We hate to be the bearers of bad news, but today's rundown is chock full of regulation changes. In other words, more paperwork. But hey, wouldn't you rather hear it from us than in an adjustment notice? Here are the latest changes in transfer pricing regulations across the globe, hot off the press. In Germany, the introduction of a draft tax law from the Ministry of Finance stands to transform transfer pricing in the country as we know it. And just what are these seismic changes? Well, you know how German tax authorities tend to prefer a loose hierarchy of transfer pricing methods with the comparable uncontrolled profits method usually at the top. (laughs) Well, if this draft becomes law, you can kiss the whole hierarchy goodbye. In fact, the draft wouldn't just toss away the hierarchy, but clarifies a specific method to be adopted under each specific circumstance. And if you think that sounds tedious, just wait. The draft also provides for the implementation of the EU's Anti-Tax Avoidance Directive, or ATAD, which would sound like some sort of relief if there wasn't already enough here to cut into tax managers' sleep schedules. Speaking of overhauling tax codes, here is a heads up for MEs with operations in South Korea. Specifically, the Republic of Korea is upping penalties to 100 million won or a little over $86,000 US for non or incorrect submissions of transfer pricing reports. And the process for getting a refund is also changing. In fact, tax authorities are claiming to simplify the process, bringing it under the already circuitous system of Korean tax refund remedies. Under the current said convoluted bureaucratic mess. Non-resident taxpayers must request a refund under Article 45-2 of the National Tax Basic Act, or NTBA, if they've overpaid or erroneously paid in taxes to Korea. That's all unless you're claiming a tax exception or reduction, in which case you're required to file a claim in accordance with the Personal Income Tax Law, or the PITL, and the Corporate Income Tax Law, or CITL. But if you are claiming a refund, Korean authorities might ask for more information, which will fall under both VP and CITLs and just mean at the end of the day, a greater burden of proof falling squarely on your shoulders. And finally, we here at the Fiona Show believe in ending with good news. So we ask that you hang in there because this will not sound like good news at first. The OECD has updated its guidance on country-by-country reporting by the 130-plus countries known as the Inclusive Framework on BEPS. Okay, now stick with us. The big update. Countries no longer have to exchange local reports automatically to meet Action 13 minimum standards. Since those minimum standards have been adopted by all countries in the framework, now you don't have to worry about jurisdictions spreading around your local documentation by default. Now see, don't you feel just a little bit better? A spoonful of regulatory de-escalation from the OECD is almost enough to make the increased paperwork demand from any jurisdiction go down. And if you're with the German tax authorities, please note I said almost. And if you believe in hearing the good news last without sparing the bad, search for our long-form sister podcast, The Fiona Show on iTunes and Spotify. Come for the deep dives into the very same headlines you hear on this program. Stay for the expert advice and CPE credits. I'm Matthew DeMello, and they let me write, edit, and engineer this content, demonstrating the full range of my radio voice. Tune in next week to hear more updates from Finland and Brazil. Mm -hmm.